Hey guys, and welcome back to the Penny Spans podcast with your host Kia. And this is the podcast where we aim to spoil your myths, simplify difficult financial jargon, and rectify your own personal problem. Hope everyone's okay. Happy Monday. I'm here again. This is a topic that everyone is talking about. And I feel like there's so many different things we can talk about with regards to it. But before I get onto the topic, I have a special guest here with me. Special guest, who are you? Introduce yourself. I am Deloney, Deloney Graham. Nice to meet you. Uh, good evening, everybody. So I am a marketing strategist, a crypto enthusiast, sneakerhead, bit of everything, really, but here today to chat about crypto. Amazing. Thank you so much. So you've, you've, you've given away, you let the cat out of the bag. Here we're going to talk about crypto all today. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. So I want to talk a bit more about you and your journey. So how did you actually get into cryptocurrency investing? Because I think people listening, I think cryptocurrency is probably in you know, you heard Bitcoin for the last couple of years, but I guess it's come to fruition, I'd say, a lot more in the last year or so. So how did you get in, into it? Yeah, it's super interesting, actually, because I think it's just because we're all locked in the house now, we're all looking at social media, we're all focused on the same topic. So the rise of it has been pretty interesting. But how I got about into it is, funnily enough, via my little brother. So shout out to him for that. I actually um, was, I heard about it many, many years ago. Like I had friends telling me, it's like, oh, Bitcoin's the future, Bitcoin's is that. And at the time, obviously, um, didn't pay much attention as many people didn't um, yeah. then started to research a little bit more understood what it was but then never really got too much into it my little brother got back to me on it again then I listened a little bit more started researching more and I was like wow okay this is really interesting it's not just Bitcoin there are other types of innovations within the space that uh, it's basically looking into the future in a way and that's always been a kind of thing that I, um, that I obsess over I'm always looking to tomorrow to see what it could look like yeah, I think that's that's absolutely right. I mean, I'm the same. The, the way things are evolving and things are becoming a lot more technology-based compared to like our parent generations, I think it's really important to kind of stay on trend and know what's happening, what's coming up next. So I, I really agree with you on that. Mm. So how did you build up your knowledge? As like you said, you're a crypto enthusiast. And I know there's going to be lots of people listening saying, you know, what? I want to kind of get into this. But how did you do that? Was it YouTube videos? Was it reading articles online? Was it buying books? Was it, I don't know. How did it look like for you? Well, it's everywhere, really. It's almost like the same way you'd build up knowledge about anything else. Like, say, for example, people are very interested in hip hop. You're following on Instagram. You're uh, listening to it on YouTube, maybe from watching Twitch streams, having conversation with people. So that's pretty much how I went about building up my knowledge about it. So, yes, there are some really good YouTube channels out there. My favorite being for like people who are just starting to get into crypto, there is one called Coin Bureau. It explains pretty much everything from high level topics to like basic entry level topics where to invest etc um there are newsletters you can get there are emails um email newsletters you can get for example from a guy called kurish ak he does these um i think it's called his daily meditations or five minute meditations something like that but he just rounds up the crypto news there are reddit groups you can reddit subreddits you can join there are twitter pages you can follow it's pretty much anywhere you want to go my, my most uh or should i say my favorite place to go recently has been clubhouse actually now clubhouse mm, obviously clubhouse is really cool yeah i agree with you for real like yeah like the amount of information that's being shared on there because everyone's still adjusting to the pla- um to the platform so it's not really yeah. this kind of like hierarchical kind of i'm not going to talk to you kind of thing you know how on instagram twitter it's kind of like almost like based on clout on yeah. uh, clubhouse it's just very much people just want to share information have conversations so you can be talking with just like your friends one day but then suddenly you're in a room with a ceo of a crypto hedge fund or something like that and he's giving you information or for example even when elon musk hopped in there the other day it's like there's normal people yeah. in the room with him talking so it completely eradicates the kind of layers of of talking so i've 
picked up a lot of information from there recently. So I'd advise anyone who wants to learn more, follow pages on everywhere that you already are, so like YouTube, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. But then at the same time, if you can, if you're on iOS, hop on Clubhouse, just sit in the rooms, listen, take notes really if you want to, but it's a good place to get some nice information. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Do you know how many rooms I've been in and I've left with so much more knowledge? Like there's people from all walks of life, all kinds of industries. And as you mentioned, people that I guess in, in the real world, in the normal world, you wouldn't have access to. And then like Elon Musk, people in the room, Elon Musk, are you crazy? Like, yeah. When you say that, it's just absolutely insane. So I definitely would encourage people. Yeah, for sure. Clubhouse is definitely one tool that I use all the time. Having so said thank that, you so much. On, on. on Elon Musk, while we're talking about him, he can be a good source of knowledge, but at the same time, I would advise everyone to ignore his tweets about Doge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny, it's hilarious. It's a great like meme coin or whatever, but don't invest in something just because Elon says, says, it, um, says it, and I'll get onto that point later. I'd encourage everyone to read yeah. more about stuff, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so next question I have for you is, have you made any mistakes along your crypto slash investing journey? I think everyone has some sort of like a, a tale to tell. I have my own tales with regards to personal finance. Do you have anything with your investing journey and how did it look, look like for you? Yeah, it's um, it's something, like you said, that everyone does. Like you kind of join the space, you're fresh to it. You're like, oh, I'm going to get that. Oh, I'm going to get that. So I'm going to basically just detail it. So I joined the whole crypto scene by investing through Coinbase. Now, while Coinbase is a great kind of like entry-level app, if you've never invested before, you should look into it if, if you want to invest, guys. So Coinbase is your first stop. The problem with it is in terms of its UI and UX, it almost kind of convinces you to trade your coins a lot, which isn't great if you're only like putting small amounts in there. Ideally, what you want to be doing is investing in projects that you believe in and holding it for a while. Yes, you can sell off closer to the top of peaks to, to make profits and whatnot. But Coinbase, uh, the way it's set up, kind of encourages you to trade, which isn't great behavior because you don't exactly, at a starting level, understand how markets work, understand like technical analysis or even fundamental analysis, and then you can overtrade and end up losing money. There have also been cases, I think, where I've, uh, in the past where I've invested in coins that I... Uh, believed we're going to do well based on the fact that I saw someone else investing in it. And that's exactly what's happening right now with Doge. People are investing in it because they see massive green candles, they see lots of hype around it, but then they don't quite understand what it is. It wasn't necessarily Doge in my case, it was another coin. I'm not going to talk about it too much because there are a lot of people in yeah. spiritual bondage with it. But um, I invested a lot into that coin. It was It was okay. Price went up a little bit, but a lot of people forget that Yes, you can invest in a crypto and it increases in US dollar value, but you've got to look at the, the Bitcoin chart and how it's performing relative to Bitcoin. Because if your crypto that you've invested in isn't performing better than Bitcoin, then you're wasting your time. You might as well just put your money in Bitcoin. Um, so just always consider the opportunity cost of whether you're going to invest in something. Does it have fundamentals that you think long term this thing is going to be worth way more? Or should I just put my money into Bitcoin? Okay, that, that makes sense. I think that's, that's a good... Um... So it's a good talking point you've got there because I think that there is this this I guess we can go into it now. There's there's this thing around hype. I mean, we're in a we're in a pandemic, we're in lockdown, and everyone's on their phones a lot more on social media. But I think a lot of people never know what to invest their money into and just do what people say. So kind of following off what you what we kind of touched on a little bit earlier with Elon Musk. If Elon tweets something, everyone goes and runs to get <laughs> it. Is is that what what's your opinion on that? Do you think people should be doing that? Like, yeah, what's your opinion on that? I was having a conversation with um, someone who was founding a, 
an e-wallet yesterday based on some blockchain technology. And we're having a discussion about whether that's, um, well, how to regard that type of behavior. And me personally, I believe that's just normal because that's what people do, right? Safety in numbers. It's like animal behavior. You follow what everyone else is saying will help you survive. But when it comes to the finance world, it's um, a little bit different. I feel like if you don't know what you're putting your money against to the T, then don't put your money against it. It's the same way as if, say, you own a company. If you're going to hire someone, you go through multiple rounds of interviews with that person. You get to know their character. You get to know exactly how they behave and what they can bring to your team before you pay them. Whereas in the crypto scene, because it's so easy to just give them give the markets money, people just end up doing that, hoping that it will go up. Um, so yeah, there's massive hype about a uh, hype around it. But I'd say slow down, take some time, and then figure out exactly what it is you're putting money against. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's um. So wise piece of advice there. I think that's that's definitely what a lot of people should train themselves to do and and should do. It's, it's so much temptation. I get it. You know, you want to do what everyone else is saying on social media, but I think yeah, slow yeah. down a bit. I agree with you. So let's let's move straight on. So there's a lot of people out there who are skeptics. There's people who think mm, I don't trust crypto, or mm, do you know what? this is going to die out very soon? Mm. What would you say to those people? Like, yeah, what, what would you say to those people? Because I mean. I was, I guess, like that in the beginning. I've watched loads of commentaries around it. I, I know some some bits around cryptocurrency. I wouldn't say I'm a pro at it at all. But, you know, th- there is this kind of toying. I speak to some people, like yourself, who are, you know, advocates of it and enthusiasts. I speak to other people who say, no, forget that. I wouldn't put a single penny in there. What would you say? Well, I would say, fair point, to be honest with you. Like, there's a lot of risk in investing something that is in its early stages. I mean... Bitcoin's been around for a long time. Cryptocurrency has been around for for over a decade now, in fact, but it's still very much in its early stages, which is why you see massive price volatility with huge spikes and then huge uh, drops in the price as well. But over the years, we've kind of seen those those fluctuations almost decrease in size. Uh, With every single Bitcoin halving, it seems to get a little bit, little better. It means you get slightly less returns, but then you get slightly less drops. It's still we're still in a phase of adoption. So yes, I can understand people's concerns about it being a risk and whether to put your money in it. But then, with no risk, there's no rewards. So you've got to kind of be mm-hmm. willing, as people always say, to lose the money that you put in. What I tell myself is, if I'm about to go buy a new pair of like Jays or Yeezys or whatever it is, do I really need that pair, or can I just put it into Bitcoin? Because that might help okay. me down in the long run. So like, for example, if I'm going to like, I don't know, you know, everyone's been in, in lockdown, just like buying stuff on Boohoo sales and like ASOS and yeah. all this kind of stuff. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> you don't need it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> so whatever money you think you're going to waste and you're going to lose it anyway, you might as well put it into something that could potentially rise. Now, it's been rising for a very long time. So as it progresses, the risk of it failing is slightly smaller. But yes, there's always that risk in the background. It's just all... It all pertains to how much risk you're willing to take in terms of investing the money. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a really good point you make. I mean, I, I know I, I'm not someone who shops online like that, so those sales I see them, I can walk past it. But for me, I probably waste my money ordering food. Ask me, I'm most mad hands up ordering food. But when you put it that way, you know that money. If I was going to waste it anyway, I can go down to the kitchen and cook and put that money into investing. Why yeah, not do that? Yeah, there's food. rice at home, man. There's rice at home. There's, there's always rice at home. You just choose not to have the rice at home, but you're right. I need to start <laughs> having the rice at home more and put my money into investing. You're absolutely right. Hmm. This is kind of like a curveball question I'm going to throw to you now. Where do you think? Obviously, no one knows. This is just our little fun guess we're going to do. But where do you think cryptocurrency, as well, Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency, is going to be in the next 10 to 20 years? Where do you see it going? Do you reckon, because you know, you know, there's a lot of talk of people saying it's going to be like a 
the, the dominant currency? Like, what, what do you think that looks like? Now, I, I would say from my perspective, I definitely don't see it being the dominant currency. I see it being paired alongside the USD, and even then it's going to have some hurdles to jump over. So, for example, we've already seen, for example, in Nigeria, they're banning cryptocurrency transactions in the yeah, banks. We've seen here in the UK, HSBC has banned cryptocurrency transactions to banks. So, yeah, there's going to be some hurdles to jump over. But I see it not as a currency, more of a store of value. The interesting thing about Bitcoin, um, and move on to other cryptocurrencies after this, but the interesting thing about Bitcoin is that it is, in a way, kind of like a religion more than a currency. And that sounds almost, it sounds bad to say, it's like almost Ponzi scheme to say, but it's, that's the essence of currency. That's the essence of something that you use to trade for another item. If you believe that it has value, then it does have value. Now, there are hundreds of thousands, millions of people now that believe that Bitcoin has value, even more entering the space because they believe Bitcoin has value. It's a store of value that people are using now, maybe as a hedge, or should we say in um, in lieu of using gold. So I think as the past six months, there were massive increases in orders from gold for major invest uh, in orders of Bitcoin for major investors and decreases in orders of gold because they believe that given that it's a deflationary asset, given that there's a, a fixed uh, fixed supply of it, it's going to have a good store of value for long term, which is why, for example, we see Tesla buying 1.5 billion of Bitcoin, PayPal saying they're um, accepting crypto payments, Square considering getting Bitcoin. The mayor of Miami is considering putting some of the, the city's money into Bitcoin as well. People believe it's going to be a good store of value. So it's, it's I'd see it living that way, but for me personally, I'd say that decentralized finance is far more important than Bitcoin. Now, decentralized finance has been this kind of development in recent years where, in a way, it completely removes the human element from finance. So we don't necessarily have to trust human actions or human competency anymore. We can trust a ledger or a blockchain to provide us all the data that we need. And there's been a lot of innovation in the space in terms of um, blockchain developments already. So regularly on my day-to-day basis i'm like helping startups grow as a marketing strategist so we've had quite a few blockchain based like e-wallets come out recently um Mm -hmm. spotify actually uses blockchain technology not necessarily um cryptocurrency if you will but they use blockchain technology uh you can use it in these things called smart contracts which i'd encourage everyone to read up on but personally i think decentralized finance is the way Another case in point to that is the whole Robin Hood fiasco. We saw exactly what happened yeah. when a centralized authority has control. It doesn't pan out for the little guy at all. So if we had a kind of system or an exchange, I always like to say, um, using uh, an exchange called Uniswap as an example, we could eliminate problems like we had with, with Robin Hood just shutting down um sell it or so we say shutting down the exchange to new buyers if you will or shutting down registrations a decentralized exchange makes sure you get the fair price there's no interference from a third party um and that's just one example one example of the different ways that decentralized finance can be used and we're at the very 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 early stages of that so i'm quite often talking to friends about projects we should be investing in looking for new ones but the space is just taking off so after looking at Bitcoin, I would say maybe look at Ethereum and then move on from there. Look at decentralized apps that are being built on Ethereum and all these other blockchains that could provide some kind of technological innovation for finance in the future. That is so interesting. Thank you for 
for kind of sharing that as well. I mean, there's just so many points you made there. I think it's really important. I think people definitely, if you're listening and it's something that interests you, I know for me after this, I'm going to go and run and have a, a deeper dive into mm-hmm. cryptocurrency a bit more. Um, I definitely think it's interesting to, at the very least, have knowledge on. And then once you feel comfortable with, I think you'd agree to then maybe look to put your money into. But I definitely, I, I'm sure you're the same. I'm, I'm an advocate. Make sure you understand what you're investing in. I've heard so many stories of people just throwing money into places and you have no idea what you put money into. Into sorry, You want to make sure that you know what you're investing in. Absolutely. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. And finally, I would say, what what would you want one, if if, if I said, right, everyone from this podcast is going to take one thing away, from what you said, what would that one thing be in your opinion? It would be what we've just gone over, like multiple times. Read, read, read. Make sure you know your money's going. I can't say that enough because even the people that think they're well-read, they don't quite understand why their thing should appreciate. For example, again, not naming the currency, if they say that it's going to appreciate because of supply and demand, then again, opportunity cost of not holding Bitcoin outweighs your increases from supply and demand like the bitcoin price it pricing increasing is programmed in because of halvings over a set period of years whereas other currencies are just relying on people hopefully using them to the point where they increase the price but anyway i'm not going to get on that my point is just read more um if possible before you put down a single dollar become obsessed with that know the team that's behind the cryptocurrency, know the security of the currency in terms of are you sure your money's not going to go anywhere, know the governings of it, as in the tokenomics, how's the, the coins shared out within the space, like is the team holding like a large proportion of the coins, so maybe they can dump on you later, or is it spread out in a decentralized fashion? And then also okay. know the architecture and technology of that coin. So what problem is it solving? It might be a cool coin, um, I'm going to name one here. So, for example, there's a project called Audius, which is basically like, let's just say blockchain, Spotify, and let's artists get paid in crypto for their music. It's a cool tool. Me, personally, I don't think it's solving a problem that would move um, artists all the way over to crypto because we've okay. seen we've seen Tidal. Tidal offered to pay artists a little bit more. Artists didn't necessarily move because the masses didn't move. So there's cool stuff there, but like you've always got to remember, if you're going to invest, what problem is it solving? Um, so yeah, read more, understand your projects and know where your money's going to, what it's solving. That's it. That is absolutely amazing. Deloney, thank you so much for this. This has been so insightful and I know everyone listening has probably taken away some major gems from this because you've been absolutely incredible. Where can people find you to check out what you're doing? Um, if they have any other questions or just to connect with you in general, where can people find you? They can find me tweeting aggressively about Arsenal and their failures on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, a few miles away I'm on Instagram at a few miles from here and I'm on Clubhouse every now and then at Deloney amazing thank you so so much Um, everyone listening make sure you follow up thank you so much for listening I'll be back again next week thank you bye